When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, this is Tim Hardaway with Xavier McDaniels. Um, um, we just going to start talking some smack as we used to do back in the day. But now we we, we going to, you know, talk about the old days, talk about the young days, talk about our kids, talk about, you know, what we're doing today and um, just have some fun with it. And, um, you know, I, I remember Xavier McDaniel way back in the day when I was um, still in college. Watching them with the uh, with the Seattle SuperSonics, and by the way, we need another team back in Seattle. No doubt about that. We need another team back in Seattle. I I, I want to say that Seattle is one of the greatest cities in in America, and we need a team there. And um, I was watching him back with him and Tom Chambers and and um, those guys. And um, man, he was tough then. He was tough then, and I'm always remember him, you know, smashing people on the floor, <laughs> or being tough with somebody, and then talking smack to to them when you when you was taking them down low. Yeah. You could take over a game offensively and defensively, and talking smack. And uh, but that man, it's always happy to see yeah. guys, um, you know, and, and you know now in these days and ages, and and happy to see guys and see, you know talk to them right. and see what they're doing and everything. So man, I always like to say, man, love. Love seeing you guys. Oh yeah, I, I, I love uh, seeing the older guys now myself too. You know, uh, well I haven't seen you in what? Man, it's about, about twenty years. Long, yeah, it's, it's been, been a long, long time. time. Yeah, I remember you knocking us out the playoffs too. <laughs> we were playing, uh, and we we needed that win. And you hit that shot uh, on Nate McMillan, a little floater. Oh yeah, and we y'all y'all. I'm not sure what the score was, but it knocked us off the playoffs. So. When I when I do see you, that's what I, that's what one of the first things come in my mind. But um, you know, for myself, man, uh, you know, they got the thing they call two way players. But I think there was a lot of two way players mm-hmm. like myself, yeah, Rodney McCray, yes. A lot of people forget about guys like that who wasn't big scores, but all around players. Mm-hmm. Uh, before there was Scottie Pippen, those guys were already doing those type of things. Mm-hmm. But uh, basketball for me, man, has been. It's been great. I mean, think about it. You're from Chicago, tough neighborhood. I'm from South Carolina. I grew up in a tough neighborhood, and it's taken me so many, so many, many places that I probably would never been. And uh, I just always appreciated the game, uh, and even with the injuries that come with it as you get older. <laughs> yes, I've seen you walk not long ago. I said, yeah. "Damn, he walked just like me." Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But that just show that you put in a lot of good work and stuff yep. and I appreciate that crossover you got that killer crossover too you <laughs> well know, don't let Charlie Scott don't let Charlie Charlie uh yeah Charlie Scott, Scott yeah North Carolina. yeah don't let him hear yeah. you say that he but I think be, you made you and 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 the late Pearl Washington made oh, it famous yeah 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 y'all yeah. made it famous yeah Pearl Pearl had it, that yeah. ball on the string yeah he so, had that ball on the string yeah, yeah, yeah done no. a great job yourself thank you thank you but you yeah. know I I I want to talk about back when we was coming in the league, mm-hmm. all right, 
we had veterans. Yeah. We had veterans that taught us, right. made us understand what we should do, what we shouldn't do, how to go about our business, how to work, how to work on our game, and how to um, um, go out here and play for your team mm. and respect your teammates. Right. Um, today and, and back then, say like if you missed a guy mm. on the shot or he coming off the pick, you would hear about it. Yeah. You know, back then, it, right. it, there'd be a way where they could talk to you and communicate right. with you and make you understand. Right. I see that in today's game. It's not that much communication uh-huh. that way. And it's not a lot of um, guys, older guys on different on teams, like Udonis Haslam, yeah. that can help these young guys right. when they first come to the league and make them understand how right. to carry themselves, how to um, conduct themselves, how to play the game the right way, right. what the coach is talking about. And um and how to you know um, play for your team right. and what you think about that? Well, since I've, I have not been in the, involved in the game, I can't really say what the young guys are doing now. But I know when I was coming through, I had guys like George Johnson, Maurice Lucas, John Lucas, uh, Al Wood, Gerald Henderson, Ricky Sobers. Those are some of the guys I played with. We had to tote the film projector. We had to tote the balls. We had to make sure things got off the bus right. and stuff. You know, I, I don't know about now, but, you know, unless you get some guy that's going to be a, be a kind of a prick, you know, um, most times, you know, I know when I got, I know when I got to be older, uh, Calipari told me one time, don't mess with Van Horn. I said, why? I'm not going to mess with him no way. He need to learn how to get them bags. Right. Everybody had to do it. Right. But they didn't want you to do that to them. Right. You know, so I told bags. Right. You know. How come they can't do it? I went and got guys dinner. I took guys to dinner. Guys would call me. Al Wood and Jerry Henderson would call me. We need a driver tonight. They want to go out and hang out. I was their driver. I get up, go to their house, pick them up, take them to where they want to go, take them back home. And if they need want something to eat, Rook, go get me something to eat. So it was. It's a lot of things. I, I can't say what, what's going on now, but I mean, it's it's you know picking order. Mm-hmm. And even I came in as a number four pick. You know, I wanted to learn because what young kids don't know, and I seen a kid from Columbia, South Carolina, uh, Devonte Shuler yesterday, and I was watching him, and. I was like, boy, he's he's really lost out there. Mm. I can see he was lost. Right, right. I can see. Because now they don't understand the speed of the game. Correct. They don't understand the size of the game. Correct. And I seen it was lost. And I called my boy and said, hey, man, I'm, I'm sitting there watching Dante Shula. He's like, you here? I said, yeah. So we got up together because I know he coached him. And I was trying to tell him, this is some of the things that he needs to, to see. It's a lot you got to learn. Right. And, and veterans can teach you that, the right veterans. Right. You can get some wrong veterans. Yes, you can. teach yourself wrong. Yes, you can. You know, but you get the right veterans, and, and, and a true veteran is going to really teach you the right way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that was something I, I just kind of – I ain't going to say I felt bad for him, but I, I was like, oh, how could I help him? Right. And you know, but you know, they got so much security. Oh yeah. When you I was, can't even go down When now. I was in summer league and I didn't even play summer league my rookie year because you had to do your negotiations. Right, right. And I got mad. I left Seattle. I was working out every day and they were taking this long time. I just got married. I was just sitting in a hotel all day. So I left. As soon as I left, two weeks later, I had to come back out. 
summer league over with, but I played the next year as a second year player. Mm-hmm. I didn't come to practice. They told me to just show up for the game. So, uh, and I was trying to help guys because right. that's where I've been taught to help them. Exactly. You know, be hard on them, right. but help them. But help them. Don't make it easier for them. Right. And I think sometimes a lot of older players, we see the, the, the finances they get. Sometimes we think that, you know, they're not putting in that same type of work. You know, I hear the Charles Barkley story. He ain't toting no damn right. this and that. But you're going to get a guy who's not going to do going to go against the grain anyhow. Right. You right. know, uh, me, I wanted to learn and I wanted to get better. Unfortunately, one thing about basketball is what injuries. Yes. And and if you can sustain them and, and play through them and, and stuff, you, you can have a long career. But sometimes the injuries can cut your career short too. So. Right, right, right. Yeah, you was at um, – then you went from what, Seattle – then you bounced around, then you went to New York. No, I went to Phoenix. Phoenix. A cup of coffee in Phoenix. Yeah, right. A cup of coffee in Phoenix. A cup of coffee in right, Phoenix. Right. And, and got traded for Eddie Johnson. And, um, yeah, for Eddie Johnson. And I think two first round picks. Didn't work out because I am not Hornacek. If I was a shooter like Hornacek, mm-hmm. they did better by getting Adele Ellis. Because now you're putting me where Eddie used to be. I'm not no. I like to get that mug and put it on the floor and right. then shoot. Right. I'm not a catch and shoot type guy. Right. You know. And so uh, I love Tom Chambers. I love playing with him. Kevin Johnson. Those guys were great. Hunterchek, mm-hmm. Dan Marley, Tim Perry, Mark West. All those guys were great. Yeah. Uh, 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 was it e- Neely? Uh, Ed Neely, I think that was his name, Ed Neely. I know his name. Yes, Neely. Ed Neely. Played, yeah. played at K State. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just wasn't a very, very good fit for me because now you're taking me and put me at the four against Malone. I can guard him, but I can't guard him a whole game. Right. I'm right. Two, I'm 210, you know, mm-hmm. 215, you know, he 240, 250. Mm-hmm. You know, the weight going, that weight going to catch up with right. you. Right, right. So. We we and, and we caught a hot Utah team too. So uh, I got traded to New York, and uh, just like I told Phoenix, I'm coming out this contract. Yeah, I you know a lot of people don't realize I had that first buyout now. Okay, over anybody, nobody had a first buyout but me. I paid five hundred thousand January the twenty eighth, nineteen ninety two. I bought my contract out with the New York Knicks. And it's like everything just went downhill after that mm-hmm. because uh, – and me and Riley, Riley talk about it. And, you know, it was just a situation where I felt like I was being low ball. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I, told, to, I tell people all the time, you ain't seen Tim Hardaway score a point, right? If you ain't in the game, you can't score. Right. You ain't in the game, you can't get an assist. Right. You ain't in the game, you can't make nothing happen. And that's what happened to me. And then – I signed as a free agent. Red Allback put me in a room, not this big, but similar. And he said, we're not going to let you compete against everybody else. Either you're going to take it. And I, I thought about it. I made one phone call. I said, Patrick, you tell me not to. I won't sign it. You know, we got to make it work with New York. He said, X, if they wanted to sign you, they would have been undone. It. It's September. And, you know, this thing starts, what, September 1? Mm-hmm. Now it's August. Now it's it's after Labor Day. Right. Season getting ready to start in three weeks. Right. So I went on ahead and signed with him. Had a pretty good year in Boston, uh, coming off the bench, and Reggie Lewis passed. Right, 
Right. And the team went disarray. And right. I got kind of lost in the shuffle. And then I went overseas for a year and came back with New Jersey for two years. So. Okay. Yeah. But I, but I, I, I got no complaints. I enjoy it. You know, I tell people all the time when I go speak, tell where in the hell you can go wake up every morning and go play basketball. Exactly. And get paid for it. Exactly. It's something you love to do. Only in America. Only in America. You get overseas too. Well, you but get you, paid overseas. But, but it's but, not like yeah. in America. Not like in America. They still owe me a million dollars over in Greece. <laughs> so, <laughs> but the NBA, that check come every time. Right. I mean, just to wake up and play basketball. Yeah. yeah. Your day starts with. Maybe going to McDonald's or Burger King and getting some breakfast or wherever your Denny's or, or Waffle House, wherever you live at, and get some breakfast. Right. Or cook breakfast at home and go to the gym and play basketball. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I mean, it's it's, it's it's the greatest job in the world, man. Something you love. And I was trying to tell my son when he was at the uh, University of Texas at Rio Grande Valley, you know, you're going to miss this when it's over with. And... Uh, two years into it, he doesn't get the grades, and now he's floating around. But I mean, you you just you got to take advantage of it. Yes, and you, definitely. Once take you take advantage of it, man. But it's the I mean, how do you just wake up and just play basketball, man? Grow that's, men playing basketball. Yep, but that's that's what we used to do all yeah, the time. Just play basketball. Just grow up. Yeah. Tell me about the 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 infamous fight between or the uh, the, the boxing <laughs> match between you and Gary Payton. I mean, everybody. Uh, Gary, I, I was listening to Gary uh, about about three weeks ago, uh, and he was on TV talking with Armand Rashad, yeah. and that came up, and I said, "All right, I get to talk to X. Let me see what X says." Honestly, tell I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember. I seen DP. I said, "God damn it, get over here, boy!" <laughs> yeah, you did it, man. You did it. You, you know you did it, man. You did it. You know you do some crazy stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like GP. Man, you know you was my boy, man. Uh, when Gary and his wife uh, got to Seattle, uh, he stayed with me. Okay. And uh, I love Gary and Sean, man. I just unfortunately we couldn't. And grow together. Grow together and stuff. But Take it to that next level yeah. together. And um, mm-hmm. I think this one I kind of learned about basketball. Uh, but, um, you know, when you're when you got Bob Whitsitt and then you got uh, new coaches, mm-hmm. I'm not their guy. They want to put course. the people in. But I feel like if I'd have been there, man, we could have got that championship. Right. It was always on that verge. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I just don't remember that fight, man. And Gary, no, I – and, and, and Nate, they know I ain't let nobody mess with them. No, that's true. That's People true. People can sit there, and I'll be looking on NBA TV, and they be having these guys, and I'll be like, them motherfuckers know. <laughs> and Pastor, I'm sorry if you're watching this, Pastor Scott. Uh, I'll be like, Derek McKee went to the hole against the Pistons, and they body slammed them so bad. And I was so hot. And the fish say, you, I'm going to kick you out, X. I said, well, you're going to have to kick me out tonight. But before you kick me out, there's going to be some ass whooping up here today. I said, Nate, call the same play. <laughs> and I said, you don't shoot no fucking jump shot. You go to the hole. He went to the hole and laid it up. Nobody touching it. I said, call that motherfucker again. <laughs> and the referee had to come to the say, Xavier, I'm going to I'm have to kick you out. I said, no. When they slammed that man like that, y'all didn't do shit. Right. Right. I said, only thing y'all did call a foul. Y'all ain't call no flagrant or no nothing. Mm-mm. That was yep. fucked up. Yeah. 
you know, and but that's the way it was back yeah. in the day. That's why they stopped it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they stopped well, it. You know, when I got to New York, we kind of took it to another level. Oh yes, y'all did. Believe so, me, y'all did. We bullied the bullet. Yes, believe Isaiah, me. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't like to talk about it. They'll talk about that what they did in Chicago, right? But they won't talk about what we did to them. Right. You know, in the late Orlando Wool Ridge, mm-hmm. me and him was going at it all. Me yeah. and, and and Rodman, we've been going at it, and but. I, 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 you know, get back to that Gary. But I just don't remember Gary, and I'm like, you know, how you talk, man. Yeah, it was, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, you did that, yeah. man. And and I'm about to go to sleep, man. That's Nate, man. That's Nate <laughs> Dalem, man. I was like, man, boy, you know, I love you. Yeah. I said, you know, I never let nobody mess with y'all, but. Uh, Gary, Gary, Gary's had a great, great career. Oh, no question, I'm Hall glad of Fame. He got him a championship. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think that's the only thing. That you know, you always hear boxers say, "You know, I ain't gonna give up. You gotta kill me." Right. I tell you, boy, these things right here. I had six or seven of them on it. Three over here, on the right leg, six of them, and three on the left one. And uh, I mean, you would almost had to cut them off, man. It's just to the fact that I wanted that championship so bad. Of course. And I remember Riley calling me one day, and I'm like. And I just came out to him and said, man, I can't take them goddamn practices you do. <laughs> I said, I said, if I'm 22 years old, yeah, I'll do it. Right. You know, anybody know me, I'm, 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 I practice hard, man. Right, right. I, no coach from Calipari to overseas to Bernie Bickerstaff, I'm going to play hard for you. I'll, I'll run through the goddamn wall for you. Right. But, you know, I, I might have should have went to Miami in, in 96. And uh, should have came on. We yeah, we we man. would. I, I probably should have. But I, I but, but I'm gonna that. tell you this: if if your knees was that bad and you was hurting, you can't you you you, you didn't want to come. Yeah. We was practicing. We was practicing hard for the first you know that whole year. Yeah. We was practicing hard, and um, I understood. I understood where he was coming from, right. why he practiced. He said, you know, the games are two and a half hours, so we're going to practice for two and a half hours. Right. And we practice hard. And, you know, at times when we, when we went out there and played, you know, we, we had another boost. We had another mm-hmm. level in the fourth quarter. At right. the end of the games, like that last four minutes, we, that conditioning took us to another level. And teams yeah. was like, "Man, y'all, y'all, y'all look like y'all fresh. Right. Y'all look like y'all, you know, y'all not tired." I said, mm-hmm. "Well, that's the practicing that we do it, but it all catch up with you, with you. at the end in right. the playoffs. Yeah. You know, when you need that, you know, for six, seven months, and then you get down to when you really, right. really, truly need it, mm-hmm. it's not there. Right. Um, that's when you realize, yeah, you know, we, 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 you know, sometimes we need a day off, right. or we don't need to practice. We just need to come in, walk right. through, and then get out. But uh, Pat was that stickler yeah. on, you know, perfection. Right. Yeah, I remember we I remember we were playing I'll never forget this as long as I live. We were playing at San Antonio Spurs. And the NBA is also about matchups. Right. My matchup with Sean Elliott is always in my favor. Mm-hmm. But goddamn Sean was blowing by me. <laughs> and so after the game, Pat Riley, we, we we're getting into it, me and him getting into it. And I looked at him and said, Fuck it. I just played two fucking games tonight, man. I played one at we went from ten o'clock to like one oh, o'clock. Oh yeah, and, and shoot around, shoot around, and I was so tired. Yeah, I went to the hotel room because in New York we stayed in a hotel instead of going back up right. to Westchester right. County. Right, exactly. So we stayed in the hotel, and I'm coming to the game, showing up late, and I get there like ten minutes afterwards, 
and get out there. And I mean, Sean, I, mean, I think he had like 32. I mean, he's blowing by me. He's mm-hmm. killing me. He's ducking all over. He was tired. And me and Riley gets into it, and I stand out. I said, God damn it. And we just going at it, man. And I told him, I played two fucking games tonight. I played one this morning, and I played one tonight. I'm fucking tired, man. Exactly. And uh, I went to Patrick one day and said, man, man, you got to talk to Pat, man. He's killing us. And uh, he said, my man, I just practiced, man. <laughs> I said, God damn, the star player ain't going to say nothing. I know I can't say nothing. Right. I'm on the contract here. Right, right. But that particular game, I had to say something. And, right. Uh, but I understood what he was doing. I just thought he just went overboard with it. Yeah, it, it, I knew it, he was trying to establish mm, what he wanted, mm-hmm. yeah. how he wanted. Yeah. And um, the uh, culture. Yeah. The culture of and, what he comes from yeah. and what he believes in and everything, which is good and everything. Uh, but I, like I said, sometimes it's a little overboard, and that overboard and that borderline, that's what can hurt you. Yeah. And they always talk about mind over matter. But you, when your knee or your ankle or you know yeah. or your hamstring go out, that's not mind right. over matter. That's just yeah. muscles being fatigued yeah. and popping. But you know, um, um, I always love playing for Rowley because yeah. he was he was always always prepared. Yeah. Oh, he's always one of the most. Prepared. Him and Bernie Bickerstaff are the most detailed guys that I I played against. Caught Fitzsimmons. Ah, oh, fuck him. They got to guard us. <laughs> We uh, we play in Detroit. He said, he we his speech would be, well, you know they good defense. First one to a hundred wins. <laughs> that was, well, that was that Phoenix yeah. Phoenix Suns mentality. You know, we 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 would go in the state wars with Don Nelson. We we wanted to play some type of defense, yeah. but it, well, we was too small because you all was always overpowering yeah. us. Y'all always you know push up push us up under. You know, like you said, you sting Carl Malone. For 48 minutes, yeah. it's going to take your toll on you. Right. You know, Mitch sticking you for 48 yeah. minutes, it's going to take its toll on Mitch right. because Mitch is 6'5", 6'6", right. six, you 6'9", 6'8", 6'9", 6'10". You more than me back then. Uh, okay. But your body frame was a lot stronger a, a lot than his. A lot of people didn't realize this. They were like, I, they thought I was maybe 220, 225. I played, I came in the league at 205. Okay. I played eight, nine years at 215. Well, That's the biggest I ever got. Well, I, I tell you this. You, you, you hit me one time when I was going <laughs> to the hole, and I was like, God damn, that really hurt it. Uh-huh. That really hurt it. And I understood that right then, no, you, you know who going to hit you hard, who going to, you know, right. somewhat – when you hit me, I said, yeah, when I go in this hole against him, you and Terry Cummins I, and Charles Oakley and, and – and, uh, uh, Carl Malone. Well, Carl Malone. But, you know, Carl liked to strip you yeah. down. But you guys, y'all y'all would hit us hard. Yeah. You got to go in there and expecting to get hit real right. hard. But you got to give you something too. Yeah. You know, you got to give you a little elbow. You right. got to, you know, hit you first and yeah. whatever. But, but you got to hit you so the, the brunt of the, of, the, of, the, uh, of the hit won't be as hard right. as, as it normally is. But, yeah, man, I, I, I remember that. And, and with those Seattle days, I remember, you know, that game, it was the last game of the season. And that game went to double overtime right. when he was in Oakland. Right. And that game went to double overtime. And I was still I was wearing number five and, and Dana yeah. Barrett was on y'all team. Yeah. And um I remember that because the next year y'all got Gary Payton. Right. 
But I remember that like it was yesterday. I was like, you know. Yeah. That's you the know, ones y'all knock us out to play on. I know. I know. And I said, we finished 41 and 41. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, said, I said, Don Nelson said, you know, let's, do, let's go out with a bang. Let's beat these some bitches <laughs> and kick their ass out the uh-huh. playoffs, and let's go home and let's build on something. Right. Let's build on this for next year, and that and we did that. We went out there and it was a full house right. out there for the last game of the season, right. and we knocked y'all out the playoffs. And I saw y'all faces, and I and I and I was like, ooh, they really, really, really upset right now. Yeah. And I said, next year it's gonna be war. Right. That's that's all well, I thought about. Well, Next Bernie year, staff right. designed it. Yeah, yeah, got, yeah. A lot of yeah. We got Casey Jones in. And, right, but it was still yeah, war. The next yeah. year, when our games, when we played, it was just war it was, because it was y- y'all wanted to get payback and yeah. y'all wanted to make sure that that we understood that you know that we we not supposed to yeah. do that. You right, know, right. But, there were always some great games against the Warriors. Oh yeah. Even when they had uh, Jerome Whitehead and Joe Barry Karen. Mm-hmm. One of the toughest guys I ever had to guard. I think he was he was gone by the time you got there, Purvis Short. Oh, I heard about Purvis oh Short. God. I heard about him. I'm talking about rainbows. Yeah, I heard about him. I mean, him. those are the type of guys that made me learn how to play defense. Mm-hmm. Mike Mitchell played mm-hmm. with San Antonio. Late Mike Mitchell played with San Antonio Spurs. Went to Auburn. Uh, those guys, Mark Aguirre. Yeah. You know, the Alex English. Uh, Adrian Danley. Adrian Danley. Yeah. I mean, he got the ball. And he's yeah, he spent. He ain't even moved. <laughs> I mean, these guys were really taught me how to play defense. Mm-hmm. And when I first got in the league, you got to realize I came in as a uh, the top scorer in, in NCAA and top rebounder in the same season. Right. So I came in as a score rebounder. Mm-hmm. And when you realize my first game was against Mark Aguirre. Second game was against Rodney McCray. Third game was against Alex English. Yeah. And it, it, the, the list kept, it kept going. going. Then it was Worthy. Yeah. Then it was Bird, Perfect Short, Carl Adrian Dantley. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got all these guys, and every night at that small forward slot, man, was so yeah. tough. Yeah. When I tell you it was tough, man, it really taught me how to play defense. Them, them, them first, the first year, I can say that's where I learned to play defense after that first year. Going into my second year, um, I, I knew how to guard people a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I paid a little bit more closer to detail. I want to force some guys. But then you find out guys, they may go right all the time, but they can still go left. Yep, yep. But you had to play them straight up. Right. But, I mean, that, that small forward slot, man, there was no easy night. Mm-hmm. There was no easy night, man. And, uh, I, you know, people always talk about the golden age of basketball. But I tell you, man, the golden age, sometimes I always say to them, them older players, they get mad at them guys making that 40 million. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, go get that goddamn money. Yeah. Go yeah. get it. Because yeah. they should have been paying it. Maybe not at that extent, but they should have been paying it. Because the owners know they've been making a lot of money. Right. And that's why me and Ty used to get in arguments. We'd be working out in Columbia. We'd be in the steam room. It's 100 degrees outside. <laughs> but we're in the, the steam, steam room, room, either at USC or the Y downtown Columbia. And I'm like, Ty, until they open up the books, you'll never know what they make. You'll never know what they make until you can see. They'll never know. That's why they always wait till the last minute. Ninth hour, they're going to give up the money. But uh, uh, you'll never know what they make. But they should have been, the guys should have been paid pretty well. I mean, you think about it, 1985, guys were making $75,000. Yeah. Yeah. You know, on yeah. a minimum. Right. You know? That's so true. just imagine you had to go to New York on minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Ooh, with the taxes. Yeah. 
That's, <laughs> I mean, theoretically, they owe especially a lot of the but, young guys who were making 75, they, they, well, they owe them money. But I, I will say this, and I always bring this up. Um, I always bow down and I always thank Chris Paul and the Players Association yeah. for giving us free medical. Medical. Yeah. I, I, that's that's $1, probably. dollars a month it was that, costing me. I, bl- yeah. 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 But I'm telling you this, that's probably the biggest attribute yeah. that we have ever gotten right. from the Players Association yeah. is is. The health care that we get yeah. now, like we used to have right. in the, when we was playing right. for our families. So I always, I always say, thank you, Chris Paul. Yeah. Thank you, Players Association, because without you all getting us that, it'd be a lot of people, a lot of us out here hurting right. with medical fees and trying to get these pills and operations mm-hmm. and everything like that. So I, I, I really thank yeah. you from the bottom of my heart. I know Retired Players Association, yeah. thank you too. So thank you. I always say right. that because without them, you wouldn't be getting these operations. Right. You know, you'd be hurting. Well, to be honest, I've been paying for my own because <laughs> I haven't had one since I've since since you got received. That, right. Received well, that's good. Yeah. But, but, but that's still good. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's, that's a great thing that yeah. they did. And it's something that I mean, you got to thank the younger guys for, you know, Chris, yeah. Chris Paul, LeBron, LeBron, these guys, these guys, they fall for us. They done, they done some things right. that probably should have been done a long time ago. A long time ago, right? So, right. Uh, we, uh, my hats off to them, right? And 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 you know, those guys have been great ambassadors for the NBA too. So, right. Uh, I, I, I like to appreciate them personally for myself. Also, you know, because I mean, I could have been still paying that Cobra. Yes. Because I had to go out and find my own. Because I paid the Cobra when we when you first retire. Right. You can keep the Cobra, the insurance, and that was something like five thousand. Yeah, it was like thirty. Yeah, it was like something like yeah, that. Yep. And uh, I was just told every it's three easier, months. The easier to just go find your own insurance. Right. And I, I found something similar to what I had. And it was only eleven hundred. I think it was like eleven, twelve hundred dollars for me and my kids. So, uh, you know that that whatever savings it is, it puts back in your pocket. Mm-hmm. It don't seem like a lot. Oh, it's a lot. When you start doing twelve hundred times, you know, twelve thousand times twelve years. Well, that's one hundred forty-four thousand dollars yes. you just saved. Yeah. So you can yeah. put that money to college or yeah. something else. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate what what they, what they guys have done for us. So, what are you doing today? What are you doing now? Well, I was renting houses. I was uh, uh, had janitorial business. I've been doing okay. a little rehabbing houses. Okay. And so, the houses that I did not uh, sell, I was uh, renting them. Matter of fact, a guy from Chicago, your hometown, called me and we started negotiating. I sold my houses. Okay. And I sold my janitorial business. So right now, man, I'm just in between right now, not doing really nothing. I got a six year old and a three year old. I also got a, a six year old and a three year old. Yeah. <laughs> I laugh at y'all. Yeah. You, 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 what, what, you, <laughs> 57, 58 years old with a six. Still a stud, and a, baby. I see that. I Still see that. But six and three? Six and three. Oh, Lord. And yeah. they, they almost just told us, told us up in here <laughs> the other day running around. But uh, I, I got a, a older daughter about to get married. And 
got to get ready to pay for a few, uh, not a few, wedding. A wedding. Yeah, wedding. And then I got my daughter went to the University of North Carolina. She tore a knee up and oh. Achilles back to back years. Oh, One of the to top players in the country. She was All American. Played oh, in uh, McDonald's All American game in Chicago. Went to North Carolina. She did still did pretty good. Scored about eleven hundred points. Okay. She was like a daddy. Right. She was a, she could rebound and she can score. Right. Then my son went to uh uh, uh University of Texas at Rio Grande Valley mm-hmm. and uh in Edinburgh, uh, Texas and didn't do too well, didn't go to class. Gotta go so to class. So he's still trying to figure it out. Yeah, and uh yeah. matter of fact he was talking, he told me he's gonna go back to school. I said, Good. But one thing I can't do is pay for that education. Now if he didn't pay for it, I did like I did with my oldest daughter. I'll pay for it. Right. But because you had a free education and didn't take advantage of it, why should I pay for it? Right. So the, the lesson You're just learned, teaching lessons. Teach, That's trying all. to teach them a lesson. Right. It's always lessons. So I got I got two more up. little boys, six and three, and hopefully God willing, God will have me around, health stay good. Right. That I'll be able to watch them grow, and hopefully they'll play. If not, then, you know, hopefully they get that good education. Exactly. You know, so... Um, and I told my son, you don't want to graduate. I graduated. His mom got her degree. And uh, the other two got there. Two girls got there. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully he'll get it and, right. and, and figure, this, figure this out. Figure it out. Right, right. And, and pretty so good it's, I mean, every every kid is, is, is going to, somebody is going to have bumps and bruises. Yeah. You know, somebody going to, you know, think that they got that special kind yeah. of way to do it their way and this and that. But, but. It it ultimately comes back around that they understand I gotta go and do it the right way and get it right. done the way it's supposed it to get done. It ain't how many times you get knocked down; it's how many times you get up. Right, and exactly. you gotta be a fighter. Yeah. And sometimes some of my friends say, "Well, damn, he lives in a mansion. He drive." I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have bought the car, but I, hell, I bought it anyhow. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you wish. Your kids do better than you. It's harder to do what I did because, you know, it's only, what, 420 players, maybe right. 450 players right. in the NBA. You know, but, you know, it's one thing I know he could do that I always know he's he's way smarter than me. And if I got my degree, I know he should be able to get his. And Correct. That's, that's what I told him. That will make me more prouder or anything. Mm-hmm. Hell, we ain't worrying about money. We can always make some money. Right. You know, right, money is always out there. Yeah, to money's get made. out there. To know how to go out and make it. Right. You know, I tell people all the time, I don't wash dishes. You know, I know what it's like to be a dishwasher. I know what it's like to bust tables. I know what it's like to do janitorial work. And my daddy ain't never taught me nothing. He taught me how to work. Exactly. And 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 I tell people all the time, uh, when I was growing up in South Carolina, and if you ever come there, people will tell you, my daddy gave me a sling blade. I don't know if you know what a sling blade is. You go, I, that's that's how I go cut people grass. I used to sling it. He slinged it. Huh? And then when 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 they everybody else had push lawnmowers, uh-huh. the, the the electrical uh, the, the gas lawnmower, uh-huh. my daddy bought me a push lawnmower. One of those things that the road rose, right. but you had to do the manpower. Right, right exactly. And, and 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 so I've always been one out there to to just work and just go get it and. Uh, and I, that's what I try to instill in them too. So, uh, but, but you know, working hard has always been my forte, man. I tell people, I ain't gonna never be without because I know how to get out and work. Right. You exactly. Know? I ain't never privileged to going out doing something. I don't like to do a lot. Right. But, but when I got to, you I got will. to. You will. Yeah. All right. Well, 
Well, thanks, X. You know, I I know this this is uh this was good to reminisce and yeah. talk and everybody to see you again yeah. and see what you're about and see what brought you up and to see you know uh uh what you're doing now yeah. and what you're doing with your kids uh, and you got a six and a three year old. God yeah. bless you. God bless you. And you better be glad they don't have to say, go get them, boys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, but I'm yeah. glad you're still hey, you're doing well, man. and God bless you. And, hey. and hey, man, many blessings man, to you. Man, it's nice to see you too, yeah. Tim, man. You know, but when y'all be on that uh, on that uh, uh, table talk, uh-huh. I need to hear my name. Okay. I, I make so, sure so you your name come up. My name come up too I'm, now. I'm, I'm going I'm to bring your name my, up my next name time. My name come up too because, uh, I, you know, I, I'm kind of – I, when it comes to a lot of stuff, I'm kind of laid back. I kind of stay in South Carolina a lot. And I know people be trying to get me to come out. But I, I just, I don't like traffic. I don't like, I, I, and I love Seattle, but people tell you, you don't see me doing traffic time. I can't stand sitting in traffic. I used to hate that when I had to go to game. I used to have to go to game like 3, 4 o'clock, Seattle. But, you know, I know I need to get out a little bit more and, and spend a little bit more time. So my old lady been saying, and she makes me come to some of these things. I don't even be wanting to come to them. Mm-hmm. You should. And she makes me get out. So You should. You, know, you should come I, to all I, of them. I do appreciate that, what she do, because, you know, if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't even be here now. She makes me get out. <laughs> well, that's good. Because she know I'll be sitting at them dang on tables, <laughs> and she be sitting there talking, all right, now, all right, now, because I come in there and go, God damn it. Uh, oh, Lord, my pastor. Let me call my pastor or something. <laughs> but, uh, nah, but. I know I need to get out a little bit more. I, I kind of show your face. Element, you, man. You wanna say, we want to yeah. see you. Show your face. People want to see you. People remember yeah. you. People want to take pictures. People want your autograph. Right. People still remember the X-Man, yeah. Xavier McDaniel. They 24th still, letter in the alphabet. Right. See, a lot of people. <laughs> how I know that? How you know that? Because that's your name. There you go, baby. <laughs> there you go, baby. There you go. All right. And I appreciate it, Tim. Appreciate man. you, too. So keep on keeping on, people.